Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Tuesday, August 15th, and this is episode 85 of the Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... Hey guys, Avi Ale here. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Wondo just typed in something that made me laugh that we need to document the stages of Pete's magnificent beard. Uh, I'm I'm hoping the next stage is a trim, honestly, Wando. I'm sorry. Never going to happen. Yeah. All right. So we still had a lot of stuff to do outside of the game this week, obviously. But I feel this was probably our most normalish week that we had playing. We have normal? When are we normal? In quite a while. Like, really, we played a decent amount this week for what we had going on. So we actually have some stuff to talk about. Regarding in-game stuff, we're not just reporting the news today. Oh my god. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we have a press release from Square Enix to go over. Oh, that's all official and shit. We have an event to go over, um, and we have some posts from the official forums to go over as posts. well. But before we get to that, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And this week, we're talking about getting a static together. And this has actually been a topic that's been requested a few times recently with the introduction of the Omega Savage Raid series. I haven't raided seriously since the Binding Coil of Bahamut in A Realm Reborn. Did you really raid that seriously? I was pretty serious about it. All right. Um, So even though I don't have a lot of recent experience, I can help. You know, just go over what a static is for a new player. and You mean it's not the... Not that. Stuff on your TV? So, first off... So what? when your hair like sticks straight up? You can do the balloon and... The balloon uh, sticks to get it? Get it to stick on the wall. So when your clothing clings to you? It's exactly that. You ah, got it right, finally, Ollie. Finally! Only took me three tries. So first off, what is a static? It's a group of players that you do content with, and hopefully the group is... Static, i.e. not changing. Ideally, it will be the same group of players (laughs) each time. Uh, The benefit of having a static is that when you are progressing through some difficult content, uh, like Savage Raiding, uh, you're all progressing at the same rate. Because there's nothing more annoying than when you have to constantly be replacing people, and then you're starting over each week. Basically teaching them, you know, phase one, phase two... This way, you can all be assured everyone knows through stage two or wherever you've Well, you're working on it as a team, basically. The whole idea is that you guys learn the fight at the same pace, and then you'll ideally be able to beat the fight together and then progress on to the next part of the fight, or series in, in said fight. And then along with keeping your group makeup the same every week, I find it really important to have the same raid time every week. Because if it's switching every week, then inevitably someone won't be able to make it and you'll have to find a replacement. You'll Mm -hmm. have to start all over from the beginning. So having a set time every week is a very important part for me, at least. That way I can plan my week around that as well. He plans his week around the game in general. It's true. (laughs) Not my needs. Final Fantasy's needs. Gotta have priorities. (laughs) Um, So you've decided you want to be part of a static. Now you have to decide what you want out of that static. Uh, so you join or create one that will fit your goals. While it's mostly referred to for savage raiding, you could have a static for doing extreme primals and getting everyone wolf mounts, or you could even have a static that's just for leveling alts. Or PvPing, I don't know if you said that, or yeah. whatever you guys want to do. What, like- whatever your goals in-game are. And so after you decided what you want out of the static, you should... Uh, where should you look to join one? The Party Finder. (laughs) So that's a very good one. The Party (laughs) Finder always has people either looking to start a static or a pre-made static that's trying to fill the last position. And But I'd say the first thing you should do is probably ask your FC, see if anyone in there has a static that needs another person and, you know, fits your goals. And a big thing you want to make sure is that you are in a group, a static, with people whose personalities you get along with because it does get tense 
People get frustrated. You don't want to join a static with that one dragoon who pisses you off every time he just says hello because you're you're gonna hurt friendships and you know there's gonna be clashing. So make sure that you are with it's finding a good static is awesome because you want to be with people you enjoy playing with, but you can also like be like, you're a fucking idiot. You did that wrong. Do it right. And they'll be like, all right, man, you fucked up last time and I told you. So we're even. That is a little bit hard to know going into it, though, <laughs> right. especially if you don't know the people in the static. But I'm saying, like, if you're joining your FC and you, yeah. there is someone that you know that situation, I would I would highly recommend against it because not necessarily the best idea. But a lot of times you might be forced to join a static where you don't know the people in there. Right. And that's perfectly fine. And if you don't get along with the people, then you chalk it up, you know, didn't didn't work out. Going to try again. So don't be discouraged if the first static you join doesn't work out. Oh, kind of like <laughs> expect the first one not to work out. And some of them are really serious and will actually have you do tryouts. And it all depends upon the uh, content you're trying to finish. And Yeah, like I said, it, it join one based on your goals. If you've never done a static, don't go for the most serious one. Baby oh, steps, not. people, baby steps. If you, if you know what you're good at, if you know you're a high-level raider in a different game or something like that, and that's what you want to do in this one, you can join, you know, a savage raid group and be just fine, a very competitive one. Okay. As long I, as you know that's what you're getting into. If you know what you're getting into, into yeah. If you, I, I guess you feel like you're just trying to, like, disagree with everything I no. say today. I, I think I just mean, like, if you haven't done it, don't don't start like I'm the best ever only to find out you're like, wow, I really fucking suck because I didn't know what the best ever was like. Start, you know, small work your way up. Yeah. Just make sure you're on the same page as everyone else in that static. Don't join a static that's going for all of the primal mount drops and then say, oh, I really wish I was doing Omega right now. Can we do that instead? No, that's no. not going to fly. And don't join a static to get your mount drops if you've never beat the fights. Don't be <laughs> that guy who's trying to get his clear out of somebody who's, you know, yeah. That'd so be cool. ask your SC if anyone has a static that's doing content that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you can check the party finder, you know, and I think. We did this for a little while, and since we haven't been on, it kind of died. But we had a pretty good link shell just with people that we like to fill in when we were doing content because a lot of times RFC didn't have enough people on. We're small. Fill in that way. That's a really great way to have potential static mates on there. Mates. And out of game, I feel like the Facebook groups are pretty good for looking for people who want to join a static, finding people that have similar interests to you. And they're actually active, which is the mm-hmm. most important part. Yes. Uh, there is also a subreddit called FFXIV Recruitment. That makes sense right there. And that has a lot of people posting both looking for people and looking to join a static. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I noticed there aren't a lot of comments on all of those posts. So even though there's a lot of posts daily, no one's commenting on. So I really don't know if that's working for people like they could be just private messaging if that's worked for you let us know go ahead and tweet on about it like if you've got different ways or different suggestions for people to find statics let us know um those are just a few that we were able to think of and when looking to get into a static you also need to expect certain certain things depending on what type of content you're doing um if you want to start doing savage you can bet that there's going to be at least one person in that group parsing to make sure that the group has enough DPS to beat the encounter. And statics can be pretty quick to kick someone if they're not performing and are not pulling their weight. Yep. Uh, you gotta so bring it solid. If you want to do Savage, make sure you know your rotation. And at the very least, head on over to the Circles of Answering. Do you know what that is, Adi? Is that the place where you like fight the little totem? That is the Stormblood equivalent to Stone Sky Sea. I didn't even know there was a Stormblood equivalent to Storm Sky Sea. That's funny. I didn't think they could get a dumber name than Stone Sky Sea, but I think they did it. It's the Circles of Answering, and that's where you can go and beat on a training dummy that's tuned to certain content, like Extreme Primals or Savage content. Mm. If you're able to beat the dummy in the allotted time, then you should have the DPS to do the content. If you aren't able to beat that dummy... Then you should take a look at your gear, first of all. Mm -hmm. See if there's any upgrades or melding that you can do. If you have good gear and you still aren't beating it, then it's time to head on over to Google or YouTube and look for your rotation for your job. Tips and tricks and all the good bits so that people can help who put the work in. 
And so, yeah, it's not always easy finding or creating a static, but once you get into a good one, uh, you get through content much faster than pugging it the whole time. And, and generally, if you've got a good group of people, more enjoyably. Yeah, very much more enjoyable for me personally. All right. Any questions about statics, Avi, that you think I might have missed? That was very dry. Very dry topic, but informative. Mm. Just like women when I talk to them. Very dry. Yeah, you do have that effect. Now it's time for news and <laughs> notes from around the realm. So you might have heard about this first story. It came out exactly a week ago, and uh, we didn't actually have time to get it into last week's episode. Uh, Square Enix put out a press relief with the heading... Final Fantasy XIV Online exceeds 10 million players worldwide. Exactly like that. It was like, wide, 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 wide. Expanding on that, the first line reads, The Final Fantasy XIV community continues to expand globally with more than 10 million, 10 million. Ooh, I hate this cover. Then take it off. Sorry. <laughs> Just don't spit on the microphone. I'm going to spit on the microphone. Um, with my, I talk with my hands and Pete put this stupid cover on my microphone, my new microphone, and I hit it all the time. Um, Get good. Ugh. The Final Fantasy XIV community continues to expand globally with more than 10 million cumulative players as of today. Today being August 8th, last week. Quite the accomplishment, um, but there was that little asterisk at the end of the word players. Hmm. So moving on to the bottom of the press release, in about like size 4 font, if you're, you know, a little devious and you want to go and read all the bits, you find out what that asterisk actually means. And it means that cumulative player count includes free trial accounts. Now, while that does not totally discount the accomplishment that is 10 fucking million players, it does take a bit of the shine off of it. Yeah. And it was only about two years back, back in July of 2015, when Yoshida announced that throughout the history of Final Fantasy XIV, they had achieved 5 million subscriptions. That did not mean 5 million subscribers all at once, but at least 5 million people had bought the game and paid for it at least one month. And I prefer that number way better than the 10 million players we got that includes free trial accounts. Um, yeah, so that took a little bit of blood out of my boner. Uh, Wind out of your sails. I've never heard blood out of your boner. Oh, I guess it's uh, a regional speech thing. I think it's a Pete speech thing. Uh, while I'd love to know the number of current active players uh, paying their subscription, I'm sure we're never going to get that number. Um, well, unless they actually achieve something awesome, like if they had even 2 million players currently playing and had an active subscription, they would announce that number. Like, so I think it's safe to say it's probably under 1 million. You think? Yeah. Oh. And... Yeah, I'd also be interested in how many trial accounts there are and how many have been created since the change making it playable up to level 35. So wait, by players, like, what do you, what do you mean by players? Is it like characters? Okay, so this was, wasn't going to bring this up because I didn't want to bag on them too much. But I just don't understand, like, because what you're saying is I'm like, I don't understand how you'd be like, oh, we've got 10 million players. Actually, we have 2 million active players right now and somehow that's better. You're, you confuse me. Okay, so what they're... They said previously 5 million subscriptions. That's how many people had bought the game, paid for one month. So that's very understandable. And now this is counting everyone who made a trial account and just played for free. Mm, I get it. So a lot of people played for free and quit. Could have. You, okay. we, we don't know because they don't give us current active subscribers. Okay. But I'm sure if it was in, you know, 2 million plus, that's a massive achievement. No. Even so, you don't need to diminish this. This is pretty fucking cool. You're just a, like, but spiky I, little bitch. But I'm saying, but is it? But is it? Like, yes. What if those extra 5 million are all trial accounts? Doesn't matter. That means those are 5 million people that tried out their game. Even if they didn't want to continue to play it, that's really cool. That's an accomplishment. No, that's not an accomplishment. People tried something for free, and if all of them didn't keep on playing, that's pretty bad. 
No. That's why I'd like to know. You're, you're jumping again. Like, it's still really cool to have made something that has touched that many people's lives. That's really fucking cool. You're just did a salty it, did bitch. Did it really touch their lives if they said, this isn't for me? I'm Pete, you're like trying to think like, it got into my soul and touched no, my lives. No, that's what you're trying to do. No, I'm trying to say literally like, I guess this just comes back from me being like my cupcake business where I, ba- or I had a bakery. And if 10 million people had tried my cupcakes, even if only... Three million of those people actually paid for them. That'd be really fucking cool. I'd be proud of that. So that's what I'm trying to say. I think we just have a different mentality because if one week I get 10,000 downloads of the podcast and then the next week I get 500, I'm like, okay, 11,000 or 9,500 people listened to the show and said, not for me leaving but that's like a crazy big jump and also wando says that you're that guy who always plays devil's advocate and nobody likes that guy so he just basically said that nobody likes you right now he's not wrong (laughs) um so look it it is an accomplishment because i know that the 500 that's all i was saying is don't diminish their accomplishment i know the five million extra that we got from last time isn't all just free trial accounts it's not all gill sellers like, I know there's some people that joined and kept, kept on playing. That's cool. Even uh, if, I mean, if it's freaking a few million people and 1% stays, that's pretty badass already. And thank you, Wando, for subscribing with Twitch Prime. You're awesome. We are going to put together some custom emotes for uh, anyone who subscribes oh, with Twitch Prime. Thank so. you so much. I did not Keep out for your that. poop emoji. It's totally <laughs> going to be a poop emoji. And I'm hoping for a shame emoji as well so you can shame us. Mostly Avi. I think it should be when a, we get something wrong. I think it should be like a beard, though. <laughs> beard and poop. No, <laughs> we need shame. <laughs> poop. Um. So yeah, well, something that I'd really be interested in with those trial counts. Now that they go up to level thirty-five, that is like I really praise them when they made this change because a seven-day or fourteen-day trial is not enough time to really get a sense of a game this massive. Well, I thought they um they changed that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, I really praise them when they made that change, and I'd like to know if they're getting better numbers off of their free trials from people who are like getting to level 35 and be like, yeah, this game is for me. I want to keep on playing. I'm going to subscribe because I think they're going in the right direction with that. Makes like, sense. I I. I I don't want to give them too much praise because I know there's not 10 million fucking players in this game. <laughs> it's not. I mean, if there were 10 million fucking players, it would be a completely different conversation. Yeah. So you're just being a dick. But I don't even think there's 1 million active. Really? And I think I think we need to. I'd rather have an emoji, by the way, like Wanda likes the beard idea. I think it should be like bearded Pete with Avi giving him the side eye. Like, seriously. I get that enough. I know. Real I think I think the listeners on Twitch need to be able to give you the obvious side eye. <laughs> and uh, just a quick aside, anyone listening on the podcast, we got new mics and I'm still trying to figure out the levels for it. And I notice it spiking all over the place. So I'm sorry. Uh, I get emails uh, from multiple people <laughs> oh, Pete. Uh, when I mess turn, something turn up, it down. which I do uh, actually really appreciate. So keep on sending them to me. But just want to let you know I'll, that I I'll do try know to put this my one. Ring back. No, it's not that. That's for no. like just popping. Um, I don't know how it works. I just talk. But and uh, dr- I drink yeah. so, and know things. Congratulations to Square Enix for 10 million players. And but I do wonder that last time they said subscriptions. When they say players, it makes me think it might be like. If I create two characters on my account, are they counting that as two That's players? That's what I was wondering, yeah. So that Which is c- still cool that people <laughs> made that many characters on their game. Look, we don't need to blow smoke up their ass. They I'm made not, something cool. I'm not like, I'm just, I'm more so, I'm not blowing smoke up their ass. I'm trying to blow it out of yours because <laughs> you're just like trying to diminish something that's cool. Like it's cool. Shut up. Moving on to the next segment. Is there a shortage of healers in Final Fantasy XIV? Huh. There was an article that I saw on MMOExaminer.com this week that was titled, Is There a Shortage of Healers in Final Fantasy XIV? I wanted to read this one, actually, but it was blocked at work. Oh. Unfortunately, the article didn't really explore that question too much. It was clickbait. Uh, But the origin of the question was from an official forum post that was from the user Nabian. 
and they wrote, Where are all the healers? My static raid group, Crass World Static, has been seeking a permanent white mage slash scholar since the start of Omega. Looking at party finder groups and observing Shout, this seems to be a constant issue. Many groups are struggling to find healers while tanks seem to be all too easy to find. That seems like a good problem to have, actually, from what I've heard. Uh, is the issue that many of the good healers are already spoken for? Or is there truly a shortage of healers? Although roulettes always show tank in need, I personally feel that good healers are harder to find than tanks. Maybe I'm missing something. Is anyone else experiencing this problem? Um, I've actually noticed I've gotten um, the healer in need more often as healer, queuing for healer. Um, with my roulettes and I definitely like when I'm queuing by myself as a healer I get insta queue all the time insta like like tank quality queues so this is possible yeah and I'm not a I'm not a static er raider really so much so I don't know about that but uh... yeah and we talk about statics in the green leaf minute I think the last spot of a static can be the hardest to fill. That makes so sense. So if this guy is looking... Because you're looking for a particular class and like, skill set. First of all, yeah, first of all, he's looking for a specific uh, class. He wants a healer. And then he's even narrow... Healer's not a class. Whatever. <laughs> Archetype. Uh, and then he's narrowing it down by job. He's looking for white mage and scholar, which makes me assume that the first healer in the group is an astro. Right. Which... You should be able to do fine with two Astros. I know your limit break bar doesn't build as fast with two of the same job in there. A lot of the there. times, though, with statics, they have a distinct, you know, group layout that they want. I I understand that, but at the same time, when you do that, you're going to limit yourself. Right, but I think if you have two Astros, you also limit yourself on what your group is able to do in that fight. It's not going to prevent you from beating the fight. No, but I mean, it might make it take longer. Or it'll make it go a lot quicker if you can actually have a group. Well, I suppose. <laughs> and do things. Um, yeah. But adding on to this and trying to get to the question, are, is there a shortage? Um, there could be because Astro got buffed in Stormblood. So a lot of people are playing Astro now. They did not add a healer job in Stormblood. So we don't have anyone like leveling the new healer job and Very seeing true. how that is. Uh, so there's probably a good percentage of healers that were healers in Heaven's Ward and have switched to one of the new DPS because they were really waiting for Samurai to come out or really waiting for Red Mage to but come out. But then why wouldn't we have the exact same issue with tanks? Well, tanks are always in need, and I think we could. It could also be that while Paladin got a buff and brought it up more with Warrior and Dark Knight, it seems that the healers have been like, oh, you really nerfed White Mage and you nerfed Scholar. I don't really get that same sense from the Warriors and the Dark Knights. It's just that, like, Warrior's not that much ahead anymore. Well, and, and people have been talking about being happier with White Mage. I've read a lot of uh, happier comments with white, white Mage recently. And I think first impressions really make an effect on the general population. Oh, yeah. So I, I also wonder, I feel like I know more people who are like, I'm a tank. Like, they really, like, it's part of, like, their personas. Almost like, I play tank. I'm a tank. I'm a tank. And a lot of people who heal also DPS. I, I think I, I really only know of two players who are, like, I only want to heal. And this is, like, across multiple FCs and everything. Like, I, and they're both in our FC, the ones I know. Like, they only want to. They're One of them's willing to do other stuff. But he if he has the choice, he's going to heal. And and I think I feel like tanks. That's more often the case. Is I'm a fucking warrior bitch. Like it's just like who they are, how they play, how they want to just go with the game. But the the healer. So I'm a healer who's like, well, DPS for a while. Oh, I'll try this. I'll try that. You know, whatever's needed, guys. I'm maybe it's the healer mentality. I'm here to help you. Like where the tank's like, I can take them, bitch. Let's go. And the healer's like, I'll keep everyone alive. It's okay. Oh, you need a DPS? I I got you. Let me DPS instead. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Yeah. And yeah, and I also think there might be a little something to the mentality of healers as well. Like you kind of touched on that. Like healers want to keep the group alive. Yeah, keep you, it going, keep and it together. You wipe a lot in Savage, and that can get on some people's psyche. You, 
that like because you blame yourself you blame yourself as a healer yeah you like i mean we were we will talk about it later but we were doing susano and i came in later and they're like oh we need a healer avi can you do scholar and i was like i haven't played in three weeks and uh not even my scholar at all but sure i'll try and i'm sitting there i beat the fight but I don't know what half of my scholar abilities do because I haven't played it in three weeks, let alone learn the new ones. And I was still blaming myself, even though the reason we were dying was people not knowing mechanics. Yeah. And so I was, I was trying to like remind myself like, no, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> and I think that's a little bit of a turnoff for anyone who might be thinking about trying a healer out because let's face it, tanks and healers most of the time get blamed for wipes. Mm-hmm. You either did something wrong as a tank or you didn't heal hard enough as a healer. Heal harder. Hit that button harder. <laughs> and like I was saying, a lot goes to first impressions. Like Wando right now in chat says he likes White Mage so much now that he doesn't have to worry about Cleric Stance, less stress, more fun. Yes, like, much less stance dancing. Like White Mage was getting ripped at the very beginning of Stormblood. And mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way because the like I don't want to start a whole casual versus hardcore thing right now. But a lot of casual players who aren't like doing Stone Sky Sea, aren't parsing, aren't looking at how much they're overhealing and stuff like that, they just go to what some talking heads have said. Well, and what they see on Reddit, the main yeah. stuff that makes it to the top of Reddit. And they go, oh, White Mage sucks now. Yeah. Like, it doesn't suck. Like, maybe it needs some adjustments, but it's a fucking viable job. Well, and Nico Tosca just said something, which actually I think kind of makes sense. He says, healers adjust. I feel like when you got two tanks, you know, you got two tanks, you got two healers in a party. The tanks, one's the main tank, is one one is the off tank. It really doesn't affect the way you play based on what the, cla- the class of that tank is. Does it so much? Well. Much? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you much, like, the difference between the, the tanks but that's what I'm and saying. healers, like, warrior No, no, was... no, I'm just asking you tank. Just tank. Like, like when you're playing warrior, or you're paladin, that's, you're always paladin, do you play differently if you've got a dark knight with you or if you've got a warrior different with you? No, because I play different based on what I am, main tank or often. Right, and not that's really what I'm saying. Based on... Healer doesn't work that way. Healer, it's, oh, I'm with an astro now, I gotta make sure, you know, that in what stance they're in or white mage like you got white mage like oh sweet i got the big heels i know they're coming on astro it's kind of got to see what stance they're on to see how they're choosing to play and if you're you know a scholar with a scholar then you're like okay we don't have any really super big heels here so we're gonna have to you know shield more often you have to change and adjust your play style based on what healer you're with so you're constantly having to adjust the way you take on every do they, fight do they do that mid fight though like, it's usually at the beginning, right? You What's do this, for the I'll whole fight, that. you know, yeah. yeah. But it also say you don't really know the fight that well. Like, it hits hard. You also have to learn how that other healer plays. And like, oh, you're a bitch and you're not going to heal up after the tank buster. Got it. I have to handle all tank, bus- tank busters too. Okay. Like, it's yeah. much more adjusting than tank is. And Which is also, there's definitely. no rotation. And, and that's, a, that's a little bit more prevalent when you're doing pugs and you yeah. don't know the healer. Well, when you're in a static. Well, and you, also, you, though, healer doesn't have a rotation. There's no rotation. Uh, it kind of goes along with that. It's, it's you know, reactive and, and how you play with who you're with. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely think there could be a shortage of healers. I can't say for sure if there is. I think if there was, it definitely would be more often job in need for the roulettes. And 90, 90% of the time, at least, it's tank. I've seen it, you know, every once in a while. Everyone's, but yeah. So basically, the title of that story was clickbait. I mean, yeah, yes. they, they didn't really, they didn't answer the question. They that's clickbait. They didn't expand, and it was heavily debated in the actual forum post. But I wasn't going to go through thirteen no. pages of people Ooh. bitching. Yeah, they, they I re- like to bitch. I really think it was the initial reaction to White Mage and Scholar that turned off casual players that listen to what other people say instead of trying it out for themselves. I agree with that because, I mean, I've been playing Scholar because, well, I leveled Scholar and Summoner at the same time. But um, I just now started White Mage again, and I feel like I was automatically turned off. You're doing White Mage or Scholar? Well, I'm leveling White Mage. Oh. Leveling White Mage. Um, So I don't know which one I prefer. I know the MP management on Scholar is a bitch, but um, it is more fun than Summoner is right now. And... I don't, I don't heal much. I have healers, but I don't heal much. You um, have healed. <laughs> like, Not well. 
from what I understand, scholars like didn't really need to pay attention to their MP that much at all before. Well, no, it was kind of like you were the black mage of the healers in a sense, where you just had multiple ways to kind of regen it, and now your stacks are used for so many. All your big heals are used by stacks, and that was your MP regen. See, like I, I like when they add a little bit of complexity to classes. Yeah. So that would kind of like intrigue me to that one. Like making it a little bit harder, but I can also see it's it except for the fact when you have say you're doing just a dungeon run and you've got a tank that likes to do really big pulls and then really slow DPS and you're like trying to keep everybody alive. And if you're like me, you like DPS at the time. You're like, God damn, motherfucking DPS. You better start hitting this bitch or I'm going to run out of MP and we're all going to die. And it's going to be your fault, not mine. Because I had this timed out for me to keep everyone alive and do DPS for this amount of time, which is the average amount of time that it takes to kill this group. But you're fucking little bitches and you need to get off your fucking toilet and hit it. <laughs> Why are they playing on the toilet? I don't know. They're taking a shit. <laughs> I love when Avi goes off on DPS. <laughs> Usually, usually she's no one really gets to good at peak. DPS, so she knows. <laughs> but you just brought up when a tank is doing large pools in a dungeon, mm -hmm. which leads great into my next topic Ooh, look because at me go. I, I've seen lots of posts on this recently. Okay, about either people complaining that <laughs> DPS in their group are telling them to pull big, you know, pull more. That's what she said. Or if the tank is pulling more and the healer saying, "Don't pull more," mm -hmm. I can't do this it's always a point of well not always but often a point of contention in roulettes mainly mm -hmm. expert roulette yes and it seems like this is about the time in every patch cycle when i start seeing these posts yeah. because the people that play every day and have done the two expert roulette dungeons dozens of times they're over it. Yes. They want us to get in and out. But it also, it also hasn't been so long that everyone's done it that many times. You know, some people are still just getting there mm -hmm. and some people had shit to do. Like I've only done each expert roulette dungeon maybe three times now. Right. Like I don't know them perfectly, but that's why there's such a difference. I, I like to, and I, I guess I'm generally, I pretty much always heal my roulettes. That's, that's kind of what I've always and done. Quick cue. Yeah, quick cue, and I enjoy it. Um, but if I, you know, I prefer when the tank asks me, um, as a healer, hey, use your words, people. Yeah, use your words. Hey, big pool's okay. I'll be like, yeah, sure. Or sometimes, you know, like I'll be in a leveling roulette and I'll get like snow cloak or something. And the way I say it is, hey, you're welcome to pull large, bigger if you're comfortable. Is what I say to the tank. I'm not going to be like a dick about it and be like, pull bigger. Like, no, like maybe he's new. Maybe they don't know how to play their class very well with all these changes. But I'm the healer when I'm saying this, you know, and I'm telling you that I'm comfortable with you pulling bigger. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really the only way I like to go about it is if you know, the, it's the healer and the tank communication. But then again, I've had times when I'm like, and it's usually if Pete's, because I, I can only say it if you're in here, because I'm not going to type it and be like, you need to pull smaller because the DPS isn't keeping up. Like it's, it's, and that's not something I'm willing to type in party because I don't want to be that person. Be a real bitch if I'm you do a, that, I'm Avi. just a horrific bitch. Uh, but yeah, I agree. The best way to avoid arguments is to just ask, you know, if you're the tank, be like, hey, are you comfortable with big heels? I don't always do that. Sometimes, or sometimes I even just say, I'm going to pull big, okay? Like, some, that's cool too. <laughs> sometimes I'll just pull big and I'll use that as my gauge. Yes, that's cool and, too. And if everything goes good. I say, sweet, I can pull like this the whole dungeon. If we die, I say, like, I, I don't even blame it on anyone else. Oh. I say, my bad guys, like, I missed a fucking cooldown, even though I didn't. Oh. Like, I'll be like, that was on me. I'll pull a little bit smaller. Like, that's you, what I'll well, do. Because I don't give a shit. I kind of find it fun when that happens. Because then you're, like, challenging yourself sometimes. And you're like, I'll throw out some big saves. Or somebody will do something and be like, and we'll still die or something. But I'm like, that was awesome. <laughs> like, it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm not grumbling if we die and everyone like solidly tried. And there are times like I like I'll get home from a long day at work and I don't really want to have to concentrate on yeah. getting my cooldowns off in time. And sometimes I'll do a couple of because there's usually like one or two really big pools in a dungeon where you have to get your cooldowns right and the yeah. healer has to be on point. Sometimes I'll break that into two pools. Mm -hmm. So what does that affect? It takes us two minutes longer. Yeah. Like. And the thing I can't stand is people that will bitch about it taking so long yeah. for breaking up one pool. Well, that's that that complaint is bullshit. But like the people who pull three mobs at a time, yeah. 
I'm bored. I'm so bored. Like, unless I'm not able to keep you alive, you see your, and I'm going to play with your HP bar, like, especially on those lower level dungeons, because I'm bored and my heals are so strong. Um, challenge your healer. Like, they'd rather you die and they find out, you know, what they can handle than be bored because I'm sitting there, all I can do is dot and I'm stoning and I'm just like, oh God, we have a fucking summoner and a black mage and you're pulling three mobs at a time, you little bitch. I love you. (laughs) There are times, like, large pools are great. You just have to make sure your group's set up to do them. If the DPS is in there pulling their weight and it's stressing out your healer, Pull a little bit smaller. Don't yeah. be, don't be that dick tank. That's like, oh, I'm I level three twenty. I can pull all this shit and be well, fine. And then pull the big group, and then immediately go and pull the next big group, and you don't even notice that your healer has no MP, and they blew all their cooldowns. Like at least kind of run a little slower and be like, all right, she's at like three quarters of HP. We're good or MP. We're good now. Like don't do it when your healer's got like a quarter MP left, and they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and nothing is more annoying. Then the shitty DPS person, which I'm parsing, so I know if you're shitty DPS. <laughs> Ooh, Pete, you're going to get kicked. Um, no, because I never make fun of them for it. Oh, just Except to on me. this podcast. <laughs> um, no names. Nothing's more annoying than that DPS who is really shitty and then is going to go ahead of the tank and pull a mob. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to my point. What will you kick a person for in a roulette? Being a dick. If the person is making my playtime unenjoyable, I will, I will, and, and not just me, but affecting the whole group. Vote kick. Vote kick. Yeah. Like that's, that's the biggest thing. It, it doesn't even matter what it is, but if they're making the run not fun, if they're being an asshole to somebody or they're picking on somebody or just whatever, if they, if they take the fun away, I'm going to make them go away. I don't care if you're a tank. I don't care if you're a healer. I'll wait because you're, I'll be like, hey, FC guys, can somebody join this in progress? Thanks. That was like low-key, super threatening. If you take my fun away, I'm going to make you go away. Yeah. Like you're going to fucking put their feet in concrete yep. and put them in the ocean. No, fuck you up, bitch. <laughs> you won't even see it coming. You'll just be like, oh, fuck, I'm suddenly not in the dungeon anymore. Like, yeah, bitch, you fucked with the wrong healer. and well and this kind of goes back to talking about the lack of healers if you're dps in this game and you're in a group where they're doing large pools and people are getting mad and angry and the tanks mad at the healer healers mad at the tank that could turn you off from trying healer yeah because you're like i don't want to log into this and be fucking off my game and get yelled at and yeah, so be also, nice to people. Also, by the way, if I'm in a group where they're killing the fun, but I seem to be the odd man out, like they came in together, I will also just leave. Yeah. I have no problem because I'm a healer. My cues are awesome. And I will just leave and let you guys wait for healer and do your run the way you want to rather than make my game time not fun. I don't have a, I don't play a ton. Like I, I have, you know, two, maybe three hours that I'll play a few nights a week. And if you're going to kill the fun and then it'll ruin my night. Cause I'll yeah. like hold it in and be pissed. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Not, not worth it. Then I have to deal with that. I'm like, go get me chocolate now. And I'm not good at dealing with that. So I'm like, Avi, just be happy. Yeah. That's she won't do women it. Women love hearing that. She won't do it. What's <laughs> that? Um, so yeah, I think that was my whole thing on large dungeons. There's a time and place for, or large, large pools. pools and dungeons. There's a time and place for it. Um, generally an expert roulette, I think you should expect people to want to speed run dungeons. Yeah. And like, just most roulettes in general with the dungeons, it's, it's kind of like, you know what? Even if, if you're a new tank, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm new. I'm like, Go as big as you feel comfortable. That's what I usually say. Same same with women. Go as big as you feel comfortable. You just said something really important right there. If you're new to the game, yeah, yeah, we can see your sprout. But just saying at the beginning of a dungeon run, hey, I'm new. I've never done this before. Not going to get mad at you at all, however you play. But even in that case, and I say, hey, go as... This actually happened where he was doing really small pulls at the beginning. The guy was really like, I haven't played in so long. I'm like, that's cool. You know, like... Go, pull as big as you feel comfortable. In my eyes, that's like, you've got a forgiving healer on your hands. So if you, if you go too big and you die, I'm not going to be mad at you because I already told you like, okay, well, that's too big. Now yeah. you know, like you're learning how to play. That's cool. And so don't do that big or, you know, we'll survive and you'll feel like a badass. 
So it's, it's just, just push yourself a little bit. Don't, don't just stay in that comfy little three mobs at a time zone. So now you've set up that tank who pulled his heart out and you healed him really well. The next dungeon, he's going to do the same thing. Just fucking die because it has a <laughs> shitty healer. It's possible, but you know, I might, I might not have healed him well. I like to DPS too. Okay, so let's start to get into what we did this week, Avi. Now you're skipping and over something. you did the Moonfire Fair. Yeah. What's your report back on that? Okay, so normally, you guys, I'm like here to deliver like my pervy version of the special events. And Square Enix has obviously been listening to our podcast because they outperved me. Fun fact. Japan's actually our third largest download cool. uh, region. It's because they like the uh, special events pervy renditions. Oh, wait, um, no, not third, second. I was expecting Canada or the UK to be number two, and it was actually Japan. Cool. So, stop interrupting me. It's all Square Enix. It's just their building. <laughs> Traced yes. it. The perviness. So... Yeah, um, I'm not going to give you a pervy recap. I'm just going to kind of talk about the basics because this was a very simple. Because it's pervy enough. You just have to go over it. I do. It's, <laughs> it was so pervy. Um, so you run around at first, just kind of like lighting off fireworks. No, but Wando says the swimsuit was not pervy enough. Oh, wow. All right. The men's one sucked. I don't know what the women's look like. <laughs> um, I think it was pretty much the same when I saw yours, you doing it. Um, okay. So you go around, you're lighting off fireworks, so all the NPCs are, like, mentioning some hidden treasure that has to do with the Moonfire Fair. Um, and we eventually find out that hotties, hotties are the treasure, of course. And then you find out we've got double perv lalas who are the ones looking at these scantily clad characters through their telescopes. I fucking loved it. I loved that there was a lady lala. Like, I'm like, thank you, Square Enix, for finally fucking giving me my equal opportunity perviness. I'm sick of only, I, I totally would have expected before that there's a, a male Lala or a male whatever character looking at the hot lady characters. I mean, they did annoy me that, you know, the, the male muscle clad guys were getting in the way of you looking at the ladies. Like, I wish it would have been swapped for me. Yeah. You and know? that's something I've mentioned before too. Yeah. But, and the other thing was, they didn't give me their their man meat guys weren't attractive. They were like all bald and just muscles. I'm like, you got like three Mikotes and you got um I think an Aura for the females. Oh, and there was like a Lala, but we got one higher guy who was so dark skinned he was like black, which is cool. An equal opportunity with the, the, the skins like Whoa, this got almost racist so really quick. black that you couldn't see the character. Recover. And <laughs> the other two were Galkas, who were both green. Super racist segment, Avi. I am so racist. And I just wanted like some something kind of like sexual about them. They were just like man meat and not in that like attract like give me one waif boy. Like, and they're come on. not even packing much down. No, there. they're like Ken dolls. And so like They've got like fupas with nothing coming <laughs> out. But so yeah, I was just kinda I felt cheated like the females, they gave them all really cute outfits and put effort into their hair. And, and I felt like for the male characters, they just made them like the buffest muscle level they could in like the least amount of clothes. And most of them didn't even have hair. <laughs> and so I was kind of like, well, come on, you guys, I, what I would have liked. So I, you're hating on dark skinned Gulkas no, no, and the, bald people. No, it was the, the dark skinned higher, which, and then the green Gulkas. And you just called them Gulkas instead of Rogadins. Oh, bitch. No, I wanted something like they, they made the freaking, and I guess this does make me sound racist, but the freaking Stormblood Warrior of Light Monk, they made that boy so fucking sexy. And then they give you green Galkas for the muscle men. Like, come on, like halfway in between dudes. Like, uh, uh, uh. All right, I went on a tangent again. I guess I'm. That wasn't a tangent. That's exactly what the whole event was. <laughs> Perving out. Yes. So yeah, but I would have loved like, just put a little more effort into the character design on the male characters instead of just we gave them we gave you male muscle characters. Be happy. No, you know Obby. you know that. Wait, there's all of the fan art is either Mikote males or Elven males or um whatever the fuck they're called in the game. <laughs> um, Elizen. Elizen, and and you give us Galka and Hire, which nobody does fan art of the sexiness for. So come on, pay attention to your freaking audience hmm. how come with your old microphone i could never get you to stand that close to it and now you're like i'm gonna eat this motherfucker <laughs> it's 
because it's penis shaped. It's true. Um, threw me off. I wasn't expecting that one. Um. Yes, I got Pete to not know what to say. So, um, um, yeah. So, well played, Square Enix, at least on giving us some uh, equal opportunity perviness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say baby steps, Avi. Baby steps. <laughs> now they're at least giving you. I don't want a, fucking baby steps. A little bit. Because they know they know what we like. They know they've they've got the whole Estinian thing. They've got the, the Warrior of Light. They okay. like Estinian doesn't look good. Well, no, not Estinian. I know people like Estinian. Well, no, and then what's, I don't like that other guy Chiffant. too. He's too fucking wimpy looking. Orchifont, uh, Lord of fucking Ishgard. I don't get it. But what I'm saying is, is that. The ladies like them, and why would you make the sexy men not look like the characters that the women like? You made them look as you you made you basically gave us muscle men for what men like straight men think women want. Ooh, that's a good take. That's what it felt like. It felt like here's some muscle oh, guys. Oh no, that I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I think that's like what the typical male ego wants to be. Like, the designers are like, I wish I was big and fucking buff, so I'm going to make this character big and buff. Because that's what women are attracted to. Because that's me. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, that's like the, women obviously like big, muscly guys. Obviously, no. Like, we want it. There's, you, you've always got, like, the, the sexy leading guys are generally pretty and buff at the same time. It's very rare. Like, women don't flock over The Rock or Vin Diesel and stuff. Those are men, masculine, strong no, stars. No, there's no, no women no. who flock over Women think the they're rock. attractive, but they don't, like, not to the level that they do the pretty boys, the Justin Biebers and all that bullshit. Like, they like women like the pretty boys more. Leonardo DiCaprio in his youth. Like, it's the pretty boys that. Okay. No, high schoolers like Leonardo DiCaprio in his youth. I feel like women want fucking Brad Pitt in Fight Club. No. Yeah. No, that's my least favorite Brad Pitt. Oh, my God. Women want Brad Pitt in Legends of the Falls. Didn't even see that one. I don't know that one. (laughs) (laughs) He was not buffed out like that. He was he was soulful and he was beautiful and he wasn't cut because I don't give a fuck about him being that cut. No, 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 no. And I'm all about here. If I'm going to pick one, I'm like Tom Hiddleston. Give me some goddamn Loki. Like, I don't want Thor. Okay, I want yeah, Thor too. I don't too, get the whole Tom Hiddleston But thing. Tom Hiddleston, like, mm-hmm, yeah, no. We might have to do another Twitter poll about this. No, because you're going to phrase it in your own fucking way and ruin it. You have access to our Twitter, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel weird writing something sometimes. I feel like I have to be like, this is Avi, by the way, not Pete. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. okay. So, I did the Moonfire Fair, too. I actually did it. What? Like, well, I kind of did it. Like, I went through all the quests. And then someone was nice enough to be handing out the battered fish, fish yeah. while I was there. I got the fish from an so, FC So, I got um seven fish, I think, to finish the quest. And then I wanted to get the orchestrian role and the painting i got the painting i didn't care about the music so i was gonna start crafting my battered fish and then someone's like i got 15 if anyone wants them i'm like i'll take them (laughs) save me some time (laughs) so i got all of that i got my glamour pieces i had seen them on the flyer didn't like them so i just put them straight into my armoire didn't even try them on on? you didn't want like your little man chaps with your little I've got nothing to show off. He's a fucking Ken doll. But you're basically wearing that same outfit, but it's like the I know, armor like, version of it. I'm so already you wearing... you should use those bottoms as your mage glamour and dye the metallic green. Look at the stream. I know. I'm already surrounded by bitches with what I'm wearing. You put yourself in the middle of them. They didn't flock around you. You don't know. I was there. What came first, chicken or the egg? We'll never know. The chicken, and it evolved and changed into an animal that could lay eggs. They, no. They've already actually gone through this. There's a whole story about it. I don't think so. Yeah. We were all just there. No, it was originally a mammal, and it was born, and then like something happened, and it evolved to the point where it could lay eggs, and then the egg came later. Okay, NPR. <laughs> um, so the rest of what I did this week, I've actually started putting some effort into leveling my monk because it looks like we might have a plethora of tanks in the FC now. And that are wanting to do Omega Savage. Then why don't you level Samurai or something? 
because uh, I know Monk. <laughs> oh. And I don't want to have to relearn everything completely. And we already have someone doing Samurai. We also have somebody doing Monk. Yeah, but she's not necessarily going to do a static. Ah, okay. Um, and if she does, then she can have it because that's not my main. And I don't have as big an ego as I let on. Bullshit. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was actually like two days in a row that I actually did all of my fucking roulettes. All your uh, fucking roulettes? Uh, <laughs> had to get one of those, one of those. Oi. Oi. And then, uh, crafting, I pretty much did in between my monk roulettes, like, cause mm -hmm. I was queuing for everything on my monk. So I know, I, every time I'd log on, he'd be like, you wanna do a roulette? I was like, yeah, why? What? And I'm like, you want me to heal? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have like a 20 minute wait. I'm like, might as well do my grand company turn-ins that are starred at least. And so I did all my crafting in between waiting for queues. And, uh, yeah, the level 50, 60 roulette is fucking awful. I hate it. There's always a, like, 30-minute wait for that for DPS. It's insta-queue for healer. Okay. I don't, I'm not <laughs> leveling a healer, so that doesn't help me. But, uh, so, yeah, I definitely, like, I've always known this. And, but I don't, I, I level, like, one DPS and then I'm done for the fucking patch or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so I forget about it. If people don't craft or gather, like, they have nothing to do in between. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can watch Netflix. I guess. that That's more for gathering. For crafting, you have to be a little more present to do your rotation. Eh, grand company turn-ins don't really take that much thought. Uh, if you want to high-quality <laughs> them. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, and then after that, I did a Susano Extreme Farm with a mostly FC group. And I only had two clears previously to this, but I felt really comfortable with it because I had done many times trying to get other people clears, uh, even though we didn't always get it. <laughs> I actually think it's a really fun fight. Yeah. I, I really do. I like the, it's one of those fights for me that the mechanics kind of make sense. Mm hmm. And I, I, I like that fight. I actually really do. So I think I got my weapon on my first or second clear that night. Nice. And then we ran it like seven more times. Did you get a mount from that then with the number of I had you? got my mount on my second clear oh. ever. See, I still I still actually only beat it the one time because when I came out on my scholar we did I think we only attempted it three times by the time I got there. Yeah. When I when I got my mount on my second clear I triggered Twitter by posting it. Oh, that's right. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, got my weapon on that and then we cleared it enough times that I had enough totems to turn in uh for my monk weapon. And, uh, yeah, so it was really great having enough time to do a long session like that. Cause lately we had just been playing like not long enough to do an extreme roulette or something like that. Yeah. Didn't really have enough time to do a farm. Put some thought into it. Yeah. So I, um, talked about the Susana ro uh, run that I did earlier and I started that with my scholar at 302. Um, and I decided to start putting more effort into my scholar because it seems like we, we don't, we now have a shortage of healers in our FC where we used to have an abundance. Um, and I do enjoy healing and hadn't got to do it in a while. And so I think I played like three days this past week. Um, this is a lot for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I got her to 317. So I You're higher than me. I'm 313. 302 to 317. That's just because I haven't been buying stuff with my tomes because mm. I'm like, I'm only doing, uh, Susano X right now, and I don't need higher eye level for this. Like, mm. I might as well save them. And well, she was 302, and her weapon was still 290. And so, like, I just kind of upgraded some, like, essential pieces, and I got yeah. her a 310 weapon. Um, so yeah, like, I just did some roulettes and stuff like that. I could still, um, I wanted to get a bolt, and that ended up not happening. But, um, I didn't do any Omega this week no. again. But otherwise, I ran some roulettes, did some PvP with some FC members. I just kind of chilled and had fun. I'm not in, super serious gamer mode right now because I'm kind of distracted with the new house and all that I, stuff. I but, did um, do uh, PvP like you did, just the roulette. Mm -hmm. On my monk, I fucking hate melee in front lines. Uh, sucks. And I still... I hate that one button is for the whole combo. Like you just press one button. Hate it. Okay. Seems boring to me. Okay. So I wanted to get that out. You've said it My a few times. My weekly hatred of PvP in this game. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so what was I saying? Um, I had fun taking a step back and, and 
just playing the game at my own pace again because no offense to the podcast and everything like that, but but Pete kind of tends to guilt me into making sure that I I have to play and I have to do stuff and I have to do this content and I have to do this stuff so we can talk about I it on the podcast. I don't make you play. I just make you read the outline. <laughs> no, you you you. There go through periods where you're like you have to do this in game thing so that we can talk about it, and I'm like, but you're turning my game into work, and and that's not fun for me. But it always turns into fun. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Because I'm not doing things that I want to do. And and so it turns it into not as fun for me. It feels like an obligation. And I don't want the game to feel like an obligation. And this week, even like you guys were raiding and I was like, well, I'm late. I'm working on this thing that, that just happened to happen. And then when I was able to play, there was a spot and I came on. And that was cool. And that's, I think, how I want to play. I don't, I don't like being like, if it, I, I'll raid with you guys if there's room. But I don't like not being able to do anything on Tuesdays because we podcast and Thursdays because we rave. Oh, I and totally Saturdays. know that. Yeah. That's why we're setting up a static right now and I didn't even mention and I, it to well, you. Well, no, and when it came out and I said, I commented on Facebook, they said they're doing a static. I said, have fun, you guys. Like straight up, just I don't want that. Like I don't, I, I was also thinking about it. Like every game I've ever played, like I don't play on hard mode. I play on medium. I've always played on medium, normal. And if a fight's too too hard, I don't put like the strain into learning it. I put it on easy, beat the boss, move on to the next level. That's how I play games. So like the fact that I'm beating any of the X fights like is a big deal to me and not the way I've ever played games. So just so you know. You heard it here. Avi <laughs> thinks extreme is easy mode. What? You just said that. You only play easy mode. I didn't say it. You said I was hating on easy mode. You said ex- extreme was easy mode. I was just trying to twist your words. And Wando, I'm... I am hating on PvP because it's not so much fun. I now. think he just needs to try a different class. No, like I'm decent. I'm actually really good at it on tank, my normal class. Well, because Paladin's like indestructible, and but I just think it's boring hitting a couple buttons, and I hate that there's no stakes to it. It doesn't affect anything out of front lines. I completely just dis- like. I didn't like PvP before because I felt like I had like eight spells that I didn't PvP enough to ever learn what they did. I know, but they shouldn't change a segment of the game because people don't, don't want to don't want to take the time to learn. I a wanted to of learn spells. how to do it. I wanted to do if, it. If you wanted to do it, you would have played it. No, because I've got so many things in the game I want to do, and that that didn't affect anything else for like me getting my gear and stuff. So I couldn't put the time into it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do in game, but I don't think you should fundamentally, fundamentally like make it less interesting. So far, you're the only person I've really heard complaining about it. I have my followers on Twitter. All, that all two agree of you with me. All two of them. Two's pretty good. <laughs> don't hate. All right. Now it's time for the community roundup, partner. I don't know what kind of accent that fucking was. This week, I want to tell you about a YouTube channel called Larry's, Larryzar? Larryzar. Larryzar. And he has some really funny and fun Final Fantasy XIV videos, along with some that aren't Final Fantasy XIV, but he has a lot of Final Fantasy XIV ones. Um, he has a basically series where he does a video called basically Red Mage or basically Summoner, you know, basically whatever job. And it's just a really funny video about every, all the funny quirks, 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 uh, about that like job. Quacks, Pete. It's something that I, uh, started watching while I was waiting for my DPS cues. Mm. So I had a blast watching them. Pete's a big fan of the YouTube. And Avi put the name in the chat. I will paste the link into the blog post as well. And, uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. I think you should definitely check out Larry's R. Larry's R. Hmm? Never mind. It says Larry. Larry's R. <laughs> uh, now it's time for some listener reaction, Avi. Listener we, reaction? We had a few tweets about our new house this week. Aww. Uh, Dalton Suter. I would love to see a walkthrough of the new crib. Hashtag best FFXIV podcast. Hashtag ever. Hashtag oh, for- 
fucking period. I forgot you asked uh, people about if they want. Yeah, and we got enough responses that I am definitely going to do that, whether you want to be a part of it or not. Do we still have that selfie stick that we bought? Because that would be a great way to do it. You bought a selfie stick and it didn't fit any of the, the cell phones we had. Well, you know, you can't win at everything. So yeah, we definitely will be doing that. Just got to give me some time to make sure everything picked up as it can be. We only have one room that's bad right now, so we'll do it with that room bad. Yeah. Because well, it could boxes. be a while before we do anything. <laughs> um, Saradra. I don't know why I can never say that name right. Saradra? You said it just fine. Did I? Yeah. Saradra. Okay. Saradra Warsong tweets, definitely interested in the house walkthrough. I like hearing about in real life stuff from my podcasts. Makes them relatable. And I could not agree more. And like, I, that's a good thing because we definitely do that a lot. Like I, obviously I read the Lodestone every day. Pete likes I podcasts look, in general. I look for all the news. I can get that on my own. I do a podcast about it. So obviously I'm reporting on all that stuff. But I still listen to certain podcasts because I like the people on those podcasts. And so... I like hearing about their lives. No one really likes you, Pete. Don't. It's just no. They enjoy hating. Whether you, you like me or you <laughs> like watching the train wreck that is me, or you like hating on me, you're still watching. You just want to pull his beard. I get it. <laughs> All the bitches want to pull the beard. Pull the beard. See, Lunker says definitely show us the house. I'm 36 and prepping for the first kid, so I feel you on stress of adulting. Your show helps me relax. Oh. And grats on the first kiddo. Yeah, babies. And yay, another late bloomer. We like it. <laughs> I don't know if 36 is late anymore. I know, but I like that. I, I like that it's becoming more normal for people to like start having kids in their 30s. Uh, and Nick Treadwin tweets, Welcome back, guys. Miss the show. Respect the reason. 100-year-old house. In the UK, we call that a new build. <laughs> Enjoy the Moonfire Man meet. Yes. So he must have done that uh, event before we had done it. Um, thank you for that. And uh, TJ? yeah, oh. we have a couple older like Spanish uh, architecture in San Diego. Missions. They're called missions. Missions. Still architecture. <laughs> um, but yeah, not not too many older houses than 1911 here. No, yeah. Well, it's, you know, stuff. TJ emailed us, I've caught up on all the episodes, and they're great. The newest one had some echo, but I assume that's from the empty house. Congrats on the house. Yes, definitely an empty room at the moment. I need to get some curtains. We need to hang some stuff on the back, obviously. Basically, it's like computer desks and computers, the important bit. You'll see it in the walkthrough. Yeah. Um, and Phoenix Down Radio said, glad to have Pete and Avi back. Go check out the newest episode from their new digs. Also, thanks for the hashtag shout out. Definitely cool show. Check out Phoenix Down Radio. And Jay Soley, I want to say a thank you to you for also giving the episode a retweet mm. and sending some peeps to our new website, uh, shehealsitank.com. That's how we grow the community for this show. Basically, all of you who are kind enough to take a second out of your day and retweet when I tweet out the episode, we count on you guys to tell other people. And that's probably the easiest way to do it, just retweeting when we put out the episode. And the last thing I have this week is on Reddit, there was someone who posted that they were looking for a good podcast for someone new to the game. They had just started playing. And we got quite a few recommendations on there. Aww. So I wanted to say a thank you to the Redditors Clash Drew, the Cajun Geek, which I'm pretty sure is TJ, uh, Kagawa and Ozzy66, and to the poster Chase Mills. I hope you gave us a shot and are listening. We appreciate you uh, giving us a shot. Giving us a shot. Anything else, please? That's all I can hope for. Give us a shot. If you don't like us, you don't like us. Hey, if you, if if you, you like us, as long as you a- try and you fail miserably, that's fine. You still tried. And if you like us, tell a friend. Or if you don't have any friends, tell an enemy. If you don't have any friends, retweet us. Well, if they don't have any followers, how does that help? They might have followers. They might not be friends. I just said enemy. Duh. I'm right. Just just get on the board get to with the, the outro. like. Op- oh wow. Okay then. So Pete wants to go. Uh, so that is going. Like the to- different levels on the podcast are really messing with my head right now. Oh, I see. I like seeing them, and I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn it. Oh, Pete's got some work cut out for him. 
And that is going to be it for this episode. We, as always, enjoy hanging out with all of you here live on Twitch. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. We super awesomely appreciate it. Um, be sure to hit that follow button so you know when we will be going live. And if you follow us on Twitch Prime, we will be creating some custom emojis for you guys to use. And you'll help us make that house payment that we just signed up for. And we're probably going to be streaming a lot more, too, because we're fucking poor now. We're not going to be able to do anything and else. I can't go out drinking every night. Nope. So. Can't, we can't even sit here and drink every night anymore. Um, and, of course, uh, thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever it is you're listening on. And regardless of what you're listening on, it would mean a shit ton to us if you took a minute out of your day and left us a rating or review especially if you complained about the fact that pete's beard is getting way too long because i really think it is uh wando is it way too long and uh so yeah for vegan pete i'm avi ale and uh, we will talk to you guys next week goodbye bye guys you ready do i have a choice <laughs> you always have a choice no i don't just like uh when Danny gave those soldiers a choice, either join me or die. Oh. That's basically what I say to you at the beginning of every podcast. Either do this podcast with me or die. Yeah, he's a flame-breathing <laughs> cat. So, you know, I got to be careful of uh, her and her her breath. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Nope. The father of pussies. <laughs>